Oh, I got fart. Oh, there's a shit behind that. I can tell. Behind every great fart, there's great shit. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Duty Calls with Doug Mann. I am your host, Doug Mann. With me, as always, is Jack Dolgen. Hello, Jack. Hello. As you know, Duty Calls is unofficially sponsored by Charmin Toilet Paper. Charmin Toilet Paper. Confucius say, man with one ply, cry. Man with two ply, fly. (laughs) Charmin Toilet Paper. (laughs) Um, you guys have been emailing us at dutycallswithdougman at gmail.com. You've been tweeting at us at the Doug Man and at Jack Dolgen, and you've been calling us on the shit hotline at 1786-HOLD-IT-IN. That is the letter N. Uh, we love getting all of your calls. Thank you for all of your tweets. We read them all. You guys are the best. Jack, what's been going on with you? Well, I've made a very concerted effort to drastically up my fiber intake. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if you have a conscious fiber intake situation um i it's become a little more conscious i think you know we had uh we've had people talk about it on the show just how important it is for your health to to eat more fiber uh so i do have spurts where i'm like maybe i'm not getting enough fiber right and and it finally kind of sunk in you know Mm -hmm. because you hear this you hear this you hear this and then I just decided to, like, really go after it. Wow. What does that mean? What does that entail? Well, and I'm, I don't eat gluten, so it's a little trickier because a lot of people, like, just eat oatmeal and um, mm-hmm. things like that, um, bran muffins, things that, you know, I don't know, yeah. whatever. Um, but for me, basically, I'm, I'm eating, like, a whole Trader Joe's bag of broccoli a night. Good God. I just steam it and squeeze, like, lemon juice and olive oil, a little salt or whatever. And I, I love it. I've become, like, excited for it. It smells bad when you steam broccoli, but it tastes Nothing really like good. a house with steam, the smell of steamed broccoli. You got to like turn the fan on, open the windows, oh, but then it's it goes rough. away. Then it goes away. So I've and been doing that, and I add chia seeds to it geez. to really increase. And then I've also... Wait, is there not enough fiber just in the, the broccoli alone? Well, I read that you're supposed to get like 20 to 30, what is it, grams, grams? of, bro- of uh, fiber? fiber a day. How much is in the bag of broccoli you're eating? You know, eight. That's it? Something like that. In a bag of broccoli? Well, then I'm definitely not having enough fiber. Something like that. I don't know. What about fiber supplements? Well. uh, Not as good. Yeah, and also not as many for someone who doesn't eat gluten. They're they're harder to find. I did find one. I I chew it sometimes. Sometimes it makes me feel bloated in a way that eating it doesn't. So, like, but I will do that, too, sometimes. So you eat this broccoli, like, after dinner? With dinner. With dinner. One, at least one meal a day, but it's better at night because then you're not farting all day. And then I've been adding, like, these chia seeds to my salads and my egg. I put them on everything. Because it doesn't taste like anything anyway. Not really. And then uh, I usually eat, will eat fruit in the morning, and I, I've now I eat blackberries in the morning. Blackberries or raspberries are very high in fiber. Blackberries are, like, amazing You're really for you. going after it. Blackberries are amazing for you. So it's like I have blackberries in the morning, whereas someone might have oatmeal. Wow, you're doing it right. Brussels sprouts whenever I can. Avocado. I, I'm eating more avocado. That's, That's high in fiber. fiber. Yeah. How do you feel? Well, I feel more or less the same, yeah. except my shits are fucking amazing. Really? They're amazing. Wow. First of all, they're solid. Really? Which for me is a real achievement. Yeah, well, you, but you've been taking probiotics and it was helping. I'm not, I'm not even taking And then that stopped helping, so who knows? Yeah. And then some people tell me, well, you got to keep switching the probiotics. I'm going to okay. go back on some probiotics, but 
solid you're shitting and massive. <laughs> long. I like how much pride you're taking with big, this. Big, long massive, shits. Like, just, wow. Uh, with, shits where I look back and I'm like, fucking eh. I wish I didn't have to flush it. I wish I could keep this around and show people. And you know, after you have a shit like that, you feel great. You do feel You great. do. You feel really good. It, mm-hmm. It's almost like a quick high. Mm-hmm. For like the next 20 minutes, you're like kind of on top of the world. Yeah. Interesting. Are you going with any more regularity? Is it is your, your schedule like? I would say less often. But bigger when it happens. Well, that's great. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely a little inspired right now. Yeah. I, I, uh, I was inspired by some of our guests who yeah. have talked about it. Yeah, for health. For health reasons and... And it's really, um, I think it's good. Eating a bag of broccoli a night can't be bad. It can't be bad. It honestly just scares me that I'll blow Nicole out of the bed. I mean, you're going to have a fart or two. Well, that just goes without saying. Have, yeah. you, you sign on the, you, when, you, when she signed the ketubah, <laughs> she know that she was, you know, that I had a ketubah in my butt. Yeah, I mean, you, kind of, you frame it as if you're not blowing her out of the bed already. Okay, okay. Well, but honestly, I, I mean, how I, much I, worse can I don't want to burn the. I don't want to burn the blanket. Are there not times when you run out of the bedroom? To fart somewhere else so that you don't stink up the room? I don't, I wouldn't say run, but like when I'm not sleeping, I'll just walk out of the bedroom. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, so but, we're already, you know, we're already, we're already kind of. Of course, I'm single right now. I don't have a lot to like. Yeah, so you're basically just living in a cloud of farts. Is it weird that maybe that's the key to my own happiness? <laughs> <laughs> not weird at all, Jack. <laughs> anyway, we got a great show for you today. Uh, we got Matt Zimmon. Back on the show, Matt is a, was a writer at How I Met Your Mother with me for four years. Really close friend, really funny guy. And he's got a story for us that I've never heard, which is amazing because I've been around him basically every day of my life for the last four years. Yeah. Um, so I, it was great, and I can't, and I'm just, I'm so excited for you all to hear this story. So here he is, Matt Zimmon. <laughs> We're here with Matt Zimmon. Matt, welcome back to the Toilet Bowl. Oh, good to be back. Second time. So good to have you. Thanks if, for if, having me. If you haven't heard Matt's first story, stop right now and go <laughs> download the first Zimmon it's story. It's one of my favorites. It's a great oh, story, you. and it actually made it into the very popular sitcom, How I Met Your Mother. Oh, uh, it's one. It's a, it's a shit story that made it all the way to the to the screen where millions of people could enjoy it, and, it, and it's from Matt's life. Top well, of the poops. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Top of the poop poop chain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, thanks for having me back. Yeah, it's, uh, really it's excited. Um, I know Matt. We we worked together on How I Met Your Mother for four years. He's a very close friend, and him and his writing partner have been best friends since they were how old? About 10, 10, 11. 10, 11. They're writing partners now. I mean, they work together. They've known each other since they were 10 or 11. It's amazing. Incredible. They do everything together. They're, they're, they're more married than, than Matt is with his wife in some ways. Very close. <laughs> and Zinman pitched me. He was like, uh, he texted me out of nowhere and said, you know, I th- I'm, if you're looking for uh, more guests, I have a story. I have my best shit story that not even... Gerard knows. Gerard no. is his writing partner. That's true. Who knows everything? Wait, when did when did he text you this? Last week. I freaked the fuck out. <laughs> what? I'm so excited. Right I now. was so excited. <laughs> it, I wanted. I, I believe I was actually in Miami with my wife. I wanted to fly back <laughs> and have the duty calls right away. So I'm so excited. Well, uh, I'm excited to finally tell it. I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically, I mean, very very few people know this story. Um, I was thinking about it and. My wife knows this story. 
Uh, I'm guessing, I'm guessing my parents know this story, although I don't remember telling them. And it's weird, like freshman year of college, I was super high and just told this kid I like just met for some reason. You just had to get it off your I chest. Guess, like, I guess so. <laughs> I, I think it was. It's so, like, like a murderer who's like, I gotta tell it's you, I killed much. the guy four years ago. Pretty much. Left him on the side of the road. <laughs> so very few people know this story. Yeah, I mean, oh like God. you said, Gerard doesn't know the story. And then I spoke to my brother today, who I'm very close with. And he doesn't know the story either. So he was like, I just want to listen. You and your brother's a fan of the show. He's big. He's, 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 uh, he's a shithead. He's a huge shithead. And uh, he doesn't know. Name? Uh, his name is Mike. Mike. And, Mike um, Simmons. Thank yeah. you for the listen. <laughs> and uh, I think, honestly, it was something I was driving last week. I was catching up on the last two duty calls that I wasn't because I listened to them all. And it, honestly, it kind of just hit me that, that now was the time. This is a safe space. Yeah. To talk about Absolutely. to yeah. talk about something that's like incredibly shameful for some people and something that. that I've held in for a while. And then like listening to other people's stories, it makes you feel like it's not a big deal. And no. you can you can be open with it and stuff. So that's right. That's great. So you don't I, know this right now, but uh, Matt is sitting on my lap as he tells us. <laughs> <laughs> Doug is petting He's his rubbing head. his hair. <laughs> well, that's great. I'm that's that means we're doing our job. That you, you guys uh, you guys are doing God's work. Oh, well. Well, wow, I, I, I got to tell you, there's something in the air right now. I mean, it's yeah, thick. Yeah. <laughs> this is Phil Collins. Like, Should I just dive right let's in? Get into and, it. Uh, all right, let's, let's get it. into it. So I'm in the eighth grade, uh-huh. right? I'm at uh, Woodland Middle School. In Long Island? In uh, Long Island, East Meadow, uh, Long Island. And um, I'm, in this, I'm, I'm in this science class, right? And it's, um, you know, other normal science classes, it's like you have regular, uh, you have like, I guess, Science class, you have honors, and you have, and this school had this thing called high honors. Mm-hmm. That this class that I was in, basically like the creme de la creme of nerdy science kids. Mm-hmm. And so I'm in this class, and um, kind of like the one perk, if any, of being there is uh, there's an overnight trip that happens every year. And so, uh, so I go on this overnight trip, and it's and it's the eighth grade, and basically I had a I had a female teacher. And so it was like staying overnight. So they had this male teacher come, Mr. Fama, who would be like the chaperone for their boys. Where'd you guys go? Yeah, where uh, we went to this place. It was like an hour in some direction near like some woods and stuff where basically the deal was you go there, you walk around there in the day, you do like, you're looking at rocks and plants and shit mm-hmm. and like there's probably like some 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 star bullshit at night yeah you know like, <laughs> like some plants and shit some star bullshit you know, you know fucking science yeah some, magnets had some work. some science stuff but it's an overnight trip and so there's my my teacher my science teacher uh mrs johnson and then there's this this male chaperone mr fama who i never had a class with i didn't i didn't know him at all but what i knew about him is that my guy friends didn't really care for him he was kind of the teacher that like a lot of the girls liked him. I'm not sure if it was because he was like a good-looking guy or something. He was just like friendly, funny guy, made jokes in class. Kind of was he a younger guy? I, I think so, possibly. And I think that I'm sure that my guy friends felt like threatened, threatened a little bit. And like, yeah. oh, oh, that guy's a dick. You know, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't like this guy. I heard he's gay. Yeah, pretty, pre- pretty much. And so uh, those are the two teachers that are on this trip. Well, and Miss <clears throat> Johnson, what's her what's her situation like? Uh, she's she... probably probably six two, blonde, um, tall, tall blonde woman. I guess I don't really totally remember her. I've kind of blacked it out a little bit. Younger? No, like older. Okay. Uh-huh. Late 40s, early 50s maybe. 62, mm, early 40s. <laughs> oh, good the time. man special. Yeah. Speaking my You can language. just you can just climb right up there, you yeah, know. Just, just climb and rub. <laughs> so anyway, so um so we're on this overnight trip and uh you know, we're walking around in the morning 
It's like one of those trips where, you know, like, you tuck your socks or, or your pants into your socks. So for ticks. For ticks. It's like you're, like, scared shitless of getting a tick. You do that stuff. Sure. So uh, you're walking around. We're doing some stuff in the morning. And then lunch comes. I forget what we eat. But wherever we eat, the day continues, and it's just not sitting right. Okay? <laughs> and um, at this did time— Did you enjoy the meal? Do you remember if you liked I'm, it? I'm sure I did. Okay. I basically—I I was, I was a really skinny kid growing up. And I really liked eating, but my stomach was just— Terrible all the time. Oh, really? So much so that I kept Rolades in my pocket everywhere I went. <laughs> <laughs> like middle uh, schooler, middle oh, schooler, like a little Woody Allen running around. <laughs> Seriously, you kept Rolades in your pocket. I had I had a a pack of Rolades everywhere I went, probably from the fourth grade through eighth or ninth grade. I would say. Wow. Everywhere, whoa, whoa. like if they would like get washed in the washing machine, or like yeah. crumpled up Rolades in there, <laughs> the whole deal. Did you? Was, did you have shit problems then too? Did you? Shit I had a shit lot? problems. I shit. I shit all the time. So you shit in school a lot. Oh yeah, like yeah. I, I never had a fear of like a public restroom or anything. If I had to yeah. go, I was gonna shit. That's what it was, and I, and, and I and I did shit a lot, and my stomach just like would just not feel good at times. Mm-hmm. And so so I'm kind of walking around, and uh, my stomach doesn't feel good, and we're kind of like outside. We're actually in like kind of like a, like a forest and we're looking at the trees and we're seeing the leaves and whatever whatever we're studying. And so I, I, I pop a Rolade to kind of hold me over and I'm like, this will be fine. You think the Rolade's going to... I think the Rolade is going to make it make it subside. But it's a duty pain though. It's a pain of like... No, a as of right now, it's like, like, I have like a stomach ache. Uh-huh. So I'm going to pop a Rolade. It's going to help. Okay. Pop the Rolade. We're walking. We're doing some other stuff. And then it kind of comes to this this next activity for the afternoon. And what it is, is kind of, uh, it's called the spider web. And so what the spider web is, it's kind of like this trust <laughs> exercise slash problem solving thing uh. where essentially it's, there's like 20 kids in my class and you have to, there's like 20 holes or 15 holes in the spider web and you have to get each student through one of these holes strategically without using the same hole twice. So like if mm-hmm. there's a big hole in the middle, you don't, you're going to save that one to the last. You're going to like be picking kids up and putting them through like the top ones and the hard ones while you still have people. Because mm-hmm. once they're through the hole, they're gone. Okay. Okay. So basically, I'm already confused about how. Yeah, you, I, all right. Is, is this a physical? It's a physical. It's a physically physically moving it, but you're okay. figuring out exactly. The so you're like, so basically, solving. what it is is we take make like the smallest girl, and like three of us like pick her up and like put her through the top hole. Mm-hmm. It's essentially what that is. That's but fun. now, but now she's like on the other side. She can't come she's back out of in. Play. Whatever. And it's at this point where my stomach pain starts coming back really fucking bad. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's become like, like you said, like you so aptly put, a duty pain. <laughs> uh, and so it it's basically, moved, it's moved, it's moved to a duty pain and it's moved, it's gone from zero to a fucking thousand Whoa. where I know that I have to shit immediately. <laughs> Had you ever but, felt that before in your life? Um, I had, but never in a situation where I was... I was in the woods on a class trip in a human spider web, <laughs> and where people are physically picking kids up and putting them through holes. Basically, going through my head right now is my classmates are going to be holding me, and I'm going to shit all over them. <laughs> <laughs> and so I like reach for like my relay to my pocket again, and it becomes just evidently clear that either I'm going to shit like right this second, or I have to just. Basically, I have to find somewhere to shit. Otherwise, I'm gonna shit my pants. Is hundred yeah. percent. Are you like holding kids' hands now and stuff? Like? As of right now, I'm like backing away from the group that's picking people up 
and like putting them through the spider web. Oh my god! Right, I'm like backing away. You're like a little spider, like crawling. Basically, away. Basically, and I'm trying not to be noticed. And then I have a decision to make. It's like, basically, I can't be here anymore. And I turn and I just run away. <laughs> the image of you bolting, uh, like, but immediately being like, uh, "Bye." I don't say anything to the teacher. I don't say anything to like the outdoor survival guy that's helping us out. Right. I just turn and I'm tucked in socks and now and I'm all. tucked in socks and I'm just running through the woods. Now you're not running towards like the cabin or anything. Well, like that. this is what it is: is I know that we're not super deep in the woods, but we're also in the forest a little bit. But in my head, it's I can make it back to the cabin and find a bathroom uh-huh. and be okay. It's not that far. I'm running through the woods and I'm just like pushing, you know, trees out of my way. I'm like hopping over <laughs> logs and stuff. <laughs> it's the Hunger Games. It's basically the Hunger Games. And basically I get out of the forest and now I'm just in this, this open field that's like this big open grassy area where I can see the cabin in front of me where we're staying for the night. And it's essentially this like small, this little win of I see it, I can make it, I'm running as fast as I can, everything's going to be okay. Mm. And so I'm running and I'm sprinting as fast as I can and then I'm running a little slower. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm jogging and then I'm like power walking a little clenching and then i'm clenching so hard that my legs can't go forward they're kind of like flopping out to the sides (laughs) (laughs) because my butt is is so tight Tight. holding it i can't that's just that's the only my only mode of transportation is kicking my legs out (laughs) as wide as can possibly be (laughs) kind of doing like i think it's like an inefficient way to move forward it's kind of it's like it's like a charlie chaplin like holding the cane and doing that that that's how i'm walking that's how i'm like because the kind upper of part like of your running. legs, like from the knee up, is, are like is together just basically. 100 percent together. My legs are kicking out. And then so I'm doing that, and I'm kind of like a little more than halfway through this field, and I see the cabin there, and I'm walking with my legs, you know, just my butt, my butt clench, my legs are super wide, and then I just shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it was something where it was like I describe it as like essentially. I, I turned on the faucet for a second. The faucet was on. I clenched it and turned it and closed it right back up. <laughs> did you feel your butt open where you're like, I can't, I, I can't, did. I can't, I can't. I, I did. It was something where I thought I was going to make it. And then my butt, I could not keep it closed anymore. And you sprayed it for opened, a minute, it, for no, a second. It opened for a second. And then the faucet shut. And I just froze there. Oh my Standing God. still. Standing still. Now I am frozen in this field. Oh my God. And I know that I've shit myself a bit. But I'm frozen. <laughs> and you have more shit to go. And I, Absolutely. But right now, <laughs> the faucet's closed. I think to myself, I shit my pants. But it's okay. <laughs> this is all going to be okay. I just have to make it to the... And I shit myself again. <laughs> and, <laughs> Wait. So as you're devising your new plan, like... 100%. I think that I had, I had taken away all of the thought from holding my butthole closed into this whatever, you know, psych myself up plan. Right. Where, like, for a split second, I let go of keep, keeping 
holding it in, and it was just fucking erupted. Where like it oh. opened, where like where the faucet was open for a second, it was like the faucet. You it couldn't was just, close it again. I basically I just shit was kind of frozen for like three seconds, and then it was just like ah. Uh, and then kind of was able to close it again. But clearly after this... You closed the second time you could close it? I could close it, but clearly after this, something horrible has happened in my pants. (laughs) (laughs) And so now I'm kind of at a point where I'm still just standing still in the middle of this field. Just pooping yourself standing still. (laughs) After having run away from my class, they're in the middle of the spider web. They probably, they don't know where I am. I'm not sure what's going on. Teachers are like, we should check But basically, I just decide... All right, so I just, I just, I have to make it into this cabin, and I kind of just like waddle as like you know, so, like awkwardly as I can, and I make it into this cabin, having shit twice already. Oh I make it into this cabin, and I go to the, and I go into a stall, I close the stall, and I'm just like, let me just assess the damage here. Yeah. Did you have more shit to shit? I did. I I pull my pants down and I sit on the ball. And immediately start shitting. (laughs) Like immediately start shitting. But as I look at what's below me, it is fucking Hiroshima. (laughs) It is basically, I mean, I said before, like I was I was a skinny kid, but I was a skinny kid growing up. So like, you know, especially like in my in my lower leg region where like I'd wear these like boxer shorts where you could have fit two and two of me in there. Yeah. So basically they did nothing. It was like I wasn't wearing boxers. Yeah, you might as well. I basically just, my pants are just full of shit. <laughs> my legs are covered in shit. Oh, at least they were tucked into the socks. The only thing protecting <laughs> my shoes were the socks, the socks that, that were now filled with shit. Now, too. The socks that were covering because my pants were tucked into my socks. That provided this seal. <laughs> That kept it about at my ankles, protecting my sneakers. Oh my, god. oh, my God. So I'm shitting, and I finish shitting, and then it basically just hits me. My life is over. It is like my, my, my ultimate thought. I've just run away from this class. I've shit myself. And, it's, and it was something like I was in like eighth grade. It was like a month or two before we were done, and we were going into high school. And basically my thought is, the entire school is going to know I shit oh, myself God. going into high school next year. Fuck. And I just, and basically I, I start to have kind of like, what I'm guessing is probably like my first ever panic attack. Mm. Oh my God. I just, I just don't know what to do. And so the only You're way like I frozen. can, I'm frozen on the ball until basically what I do is I, I punch the side of the stall as hard as I can and just yell, oh. Fuck! <laughs> Oh, my God. And I just released this, like... Because you don't know what to do. As loud as I've ever been, release this thing. And that's and I'm just frozen on the ball. And then I hear, who's in there? Oh! And I just don't say anything. What? And I hear a voice getting closer. And I hear, who's in there? And I know it's this guy, Mr. Fama, the chaperone from... Who was this math teacher who I didn't know before. From his voice, because he was the only other guy on this trip. He had like stayed back and didn't go on like this wilderness thing. And I hear his voice and he asked me twice, who's in there? He obviously heard me yell, fuck at the top of my lungs. And then I'm, I just had this moment. I'm just like, I basically just, I've just like given up. And I just have as meekly as possible. I'm just like, Matt Zinman. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he comes a little closer and he just goes, what are you doing in here? 
And I just don't know what to say. I don't say anything. He goes, why aren't you with the rest of the class outside? And I just go. Why do you think, dude? And so I'm in the, and so I'm just sitting there <laughs> on the toilet and just go, crap my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I've just I've just given up. I've I've told this guy, I cry my pants, and there's just a beat, and he just goes, I'll be back in a minute. And he leaves. And I'm just sitting on the bowl, and I have no idea what's gonna happen next. I'm basically like, I don't know, is he like but all these things are running through my head, like, is he gonna help me? Is he gonna like make fun of me? Like, sure. what's gonna happen? I don't know what's gonna happen. I start this like whole freak out again, and like, you know, 30 seconds, a minute goes by. And I just hear, put your clothes in here. And he slides under a black garbage bag mm. in, into, the, wow. into the stall. And I see this. I'm just like, oh, my God, that's, that's a great idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? And so he basically is just like, he's like, shower up, clean yourself off, put a towel by the shower, put your clothes in the garbage bag. I'm like, all right. And so I like get undressed, I put my, my socks, my underwear, my jeans in this black garbage bag. I tie it up. He's not in the bathroom anymore. He left. So there's like a shower, like a group shower thing area. I shower and I'm just like, for the first time being like, okay, maybe this is going to be okay. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So I shower, I clean myself up. And because it's an overnight, you know, I have this change of clothes, Right. And um, I have this change of clothes, and I change, and I just, uh, he meets me kind of, he's like in like the dorm area, and he gives me like a can of Coke, hmm. and he just gives it to me, like I start drinking it, and he's just like, you know, I crap my pants once too. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like sipping my Coke, and I'm just like, oh yeah? And he goes, yeah, you know, I was playing ice hockey when I was younger, and really had to shit in like the third period and I wanted to finish the game so like I finished the game and like get off the ice and as soon as I step off the ice I just shit in all of my equipment <laughs> did you say shit? he said I, he probably said crap yeah. or something but he was like I, I just, I just crap in, or went in all, yeah. in all of my equipment oh. so like he tells me the story so was it making, and honestly like it makes me feel like Mr. Famous shit himself too. <laughs> this cool teacher that the this, girls like. Exactly. Like this guy, he shit himself too. This, okay, this isn't the worst thing ever. I'm not going to go jump off a bridge right now, you know? Oh right. my God. And so then I'm kind of like looking at him as like a, well, what do I do next? Yeah. Type thing. Cause he's had all the answers so far. And he just <laughs> goes, I think you should probably take a nap. And I was like, I look at him and he goes, you weren't feeling good. You took a nap. And that's what happened. Oh, this guy's a wizard. And I'm just like, oh my God. Okay. Like, well, why'd you give me a Coke? I'm wired. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm just like, okay, honestly, he, he could have told me to like commit a hate crime and yeah, I would have done yeah, it at yeah, this yeah. point. And so I just, I, I go and I, I basically, I go to the dorm, go to the bed, and I just, I remember I'm just like, thank you. You said and thank you to I him? said thank you. And he just gave me like a, like a nod and a hand. And just left. And so I, I lay down in bed. 
And within like 30 seconds, I'm sure it was from like the stress and what yeah, I've been through, whatever. Tired as hell. I just fucking pass out. Mm. I fall asleep and I don't wake up until the kids come back from their whole day of being out doing the spider web shit. They're Other looking stuff. at trees, whatever. So like I'm stirred awake by these like the 10 guys probably or 11 yeah. guys that are in this dorm, this like area because like, it has like bunk beds and stuff. I'm stirred awake and immediately I'm just like getting my bearings and I'm just like, well, where am I? Okay, I'm in a, oh, I'm on the trip. Oh my God, I shit my pants. <laughs> oh my God, I ran away from this class. What the fuck are these kids going to ask me? What do they think happened? Yeah. I don't know. And so a couple of my friends, they come over to me while I'm thinking all this. And one of them is just like, hey, man, uh, heard, you, uh, heard you weren't feeling good. I just go, yeah. He goes, you feeling any better? I said, yeah, a lot. And then within an instant, just go, cool. And just turned and just started like doing <laughs> their own oh, shit, like changing for dinner or whatever it was, putting their stuff away. And this full wave just came off me like, I got away with it. Like, nobody fucking knew what had just happened a couple hours ago. Oh, my God. And, like, it's just this thing of, like, where I kind of felt like myself again. And, like, that night we had this, like, dinner thing. I'm sure, like we said, I did, like, some star bullshit that night. <laughs> and, like, and I don't even think Mr. Fama and I, I think for a second he might have, like, come up next to him and been like, you doing Okay. I gave him a little nod or something, but we we never I never had him in a class. We never spoke again. Wow. We'd see him in the hallway. We didn't he wouldn't even like we just it just basically it was this thing it never never happened. Never, never, happened. Happened. never happened. He was Harvey Cartel. He was yeah. he was the wolf. He came in, he was <laughs> yeah. he was he was my, my shit guardian angel. My God. The wolf came in, he fucking threw my stuff out, I cleaned up, stuck to the story. Never happened. Never fucking happened. Wow. Wow. And everything was okay. And you, that's amazing. Now, I got to ask you because this is, this is a great story. Lay it on me. And we've heard a shit story from you before, a shit related story. Sure. So what is it about this story that you couldn't tell? I think, I think with this, it's, it's something where, um, <clears throat> It's kind of like the what if, where, where like, I, I know like sometimes this happens if, say like you're driving or something and it's like, you come close to like getting into an accident. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you think of like, holy shit, if I didn't slam my brakes there or if that person didn't swerve, yeah. I would have, my whole life would have been different. Mm -hmm. Like I would have gotten T-bones, something horrible would have happened. This like, you know, I think it's probably just like being Jewish. You just like, you think <laughs> about it, you're yeah. just like super anxious about that stuff. And I think that, with this moment, whenever I would think about it growing up, and it's not something that's like, if this didn't work out, like what would have happened if I just shit myself in front of everyone mm -hmm. and in front of these kids before going to high school and whatever? Like, or if there was I, no Mr. Uh, or if there was no Mr. Fama and I just like didn't would, fucking know, you what, to known what to do. What to do. I wouldn't. I, I'm not sure what would you have were happened. Punching a wall. And like I think of that, and honestly, it used to just freak the shit out of me. Like. Really? Where, like, my life would have been, like, very different mm, had this wow. have happened. It felt like a real crossroads for you because, it, I mean, I, this, I, you're going into high school. There's nothing bigger than that. Yeah. Shit all over your pants. You would have been labeled something. Oh, yeah. Kids are uh, brutal. That's a tough one to duck, I think. Uh, it's like one of those anxieties wow. where it's like, what if I committed a crime? 
what if I did something really bad? Totally. And, what if I hit a kid everyone, while driving and I didn't? Right. You know. And everyone absolutely. Knew, and, then, and then there's wow. no going back from that. It's almost and, like talking about it. Almost like, I mean, you're sweating a little bit. Like um, right I'm. I'm totally. I totally am. Yeah. It was something where like I remember because I remember. I remember vividly sitting on the bowl before Mr. Famine came in and being like, "Wow, this is like the most helpless I've ever felt before." Wow. And that was something that, and he came in, you know, got me through it. He was the wolf. And everything was fine. But it was something that for some reason I just couldn't. Very easily I just did not been. want to tell people that this had fucking happened. Sure. Because it's the epitome of helplessness. It's uh, the, absolutely. It's the opposite also, of being in control of your life. Yep. And it also, the story clearly brings you back to that moment. Oh, totally. In a very like, you know, you don't get to see this at home, but like you, you were transported to a place. You got me there too. You got me there too. <laughs> I mean, I was like on the edge of my seat. I like, my eyes were welling up about this teacher and like, you know, never speaking of it again. So almost even telling this story again, even if it's in a comedy room, even to your best friend, it's like, it's painful to go back there. Yeah, but- It's uh, emotional to go back there. But it, it feels good to honestly, to get it out. Does it? it? I think it does. It really does, honestly. It's like, because looking back on it, it's funny. I think it's like, you shit your pants as an adult. I can laugh it off right now. I shit my pants as an adult. It's a mm. funny thing. Whatever, I'll deal with it. But like at that time, I just was not able to deal with it. You're so Everything. much more vulnerable. You're Absolutely. so much more. Everything's on the line. Yeah, your whole age. life. It's your whole life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad. But, uh, you, oh my god, I, uh, man! I'm so I, glad you told I the dodged story. Dodge the bullet. Live to tell the tale. <laughs> and uh, fuck, man, Mr. Fam. It was funny. I actually I looked him up right before I came to try and find if like he's even he's still there or whatever. around. Whatever. I couldn't find anything. So if anyone knows. What's up with Mr. Fama, a math teacher at Wilden Middle School? Uh, please, uh, he changed your life. He really he, did. He, he completely changed. He, he, you know, you he you, saved your life in a way. It, you, I mean, clearly, I, you believe absolutely. that to him. To, to I, you I believe totally that to an extent that things could have been way different had everyone found out you shit your pants in eighth totally. grade. Totally, Mr. I, I, that's one of the reasons I'm, I'm so happy you're telling the story because I, the importance of Mr. Fama cannot be like, you know, overlooked in any regard. I mean, he is, he changed everything. Yep. Or he, he prevented everything from changing. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we can all save someone. <laughs> 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 but I mean that too, in a way of like by the way we treat people, the way they talk when they talk about shameful incidents, when we when we treat them as if that's crazy that that happened. It's the same idea. It's not yeah. as intense as Matt's story, but when we treat them like that, they feel shame and they feel like they have to retreat back into this hole. And yep. for Mr. Fama to come in. First, he saves you, and by giving you the right tools, but, but, but and sure. then he takes it a step further and is like, "You're not alone," which is what kids face and feel all the time. And we see that in high schools now. We see, you know, kids are feeling alone and they don't know what to do. Like being in high school, being in middle school is one of the loneliest times you can be. Like so, and because you don't know how to talk to your peers and stuff. Yeah. And Mr. Fama gave you the gift of saying, "Like, you're not alone. You're okay." He shit his pants too, man. He shit his pants too. That's so and in like kind of a cool way. Like, <laughs> yeah. In a bunch. In a bunch. I was playing you hockey. Know? Like I wasn't like some you know some little nerd in a science camp. <laughs> I didn't have my pants tucked into my socks while I'm looking at rocks. Yeah. I was scoring goals and hitting people, but no, that's fine too. <laughs> but I, I, you know, he's a hero. He is a hero. He is a hero. And I'm thinking about there. nominating him for teacher of the year. I, I think it'd be great if he could hear this. You know, to know that he like had an effect. Let's make it happen. You can change kids <laughs> inside, the, change their lives inside the classroom and outside, inside the stall. Nice. You know? <laughs> it's 
very, very, uh, very, very moving story. Wow, I, well, that's great. What, a, what an amazing duty call story. Fantastic. And you feel a little bit better now that you said it? Or? I do. I think it was uh, a nice little cathartic experience for me. It's like, you know, get it, get it out there, get it into the world, and it's like I don't, I don't have to be, uh, I don't, I don't have to keep it. In. Honestly, it, it's yeah. a show. It's a, it's a show that centers around not being able to keep stuff in. Yeah, I guess that literally. Right. Yeah. And so I don't have to keep it in anymore. It was a, it was a cathartic experience. It was a cathartic experience. Or a and you're okay. Or a cathartic experience. And you were okay experience. then. And it's like it's one of those things where it's like, even if you're vulnerable again in your life, any of us, you know, and completely out of control. It'll be okay. You, you know? just need a, yep. garba- a, you just need a, a garbage bag and a towel and <laughs> a can a, of Coke. There's, there's a, <laughs> yep. a nap. A nap. And I Mr. Mean, Fama. Boy, did he nail it with the uh, alibi. Yeah. Oh, oh, he great killed alibi. it. Killed it. When you have that chance, people, be a Mr. Fama. Yeah. You know. Don't turn the other cheek. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Don't turn the brown cheek. Matt, thank you so much for coming Thank you. On. Thank Again, you so much for uh, for having me. Give us your Twitter handle. You and, and your writing partner share a Twitter handle. We, I mean, uh, they share everything. They have a Twitter together. It's a fun thing. Yeah, no, I know, no, but it's, it's like, uh, th- he didn't even know this. No, it's, uh, uh, yeah, our Twitter is uh, Gerard, G-E-R-A-R-D, underscore Zinman, Z-I-N-M-A-N. Check them out on Twitter. They're very, very funny. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. That was amazing. I feel like a little depleted in a way that I do after something, after I see or hear something emotional. Yeah. You could feel the weight in the room. Mm-hmm. You know, we know him. Yeah. I mean, we're friends with him. You're, you're good friends with him. Yeah. Before he started talking, there was a heaviness. You could, like, feel it in the yeah. room. Yeah. He was about to tell us a secret. It, right. Like, yeah. And then... He told that story so well, and it's one of those stories that's so heightened because of the time, the age. The time in his where, life when he was telling it. Where yeah. everything's do or die at that age. Yep. And I think when you think back on times that you felt that way, yeah. it makes, it reminds you that you can feel that way. Mm-hmm. That you're not in charge all the time. No. That you're not in control of your yeah. life all the time. And that maybe, again, you might feel that way again. But and no. it's the kind of thing we like to kind of brush under our rugs yep and be like no i've got my handle on life which is why he hasn't told the story before right it's a reminder of that of a, the, the most vulnerable you can be i'm really impressed with him that he told it yeah he, god he told it so well he told it great that was matt simon so great check him out on twitter he's he's so talented he's a great writer wow um well thank you for listening to the show remember keep emailing us at dutycallswithdougman at gmail.com. Keep tweeting at us at the Dougman and at Jack Dolgen. And keep calling us on the shit hotline at 1786-HOLD-IT-N. That is the letter N. We love getting your calls, your tweets, your emails, bathrooms that have saved your life, Charmin slogans, all those things are great. Hey, if you listen to the show, and you do if you're hearing this right now, that means you listen to the show. I deduced. Um... Give us a review on iTunes. Just If you haven't done this already, just click on the stars. And then if you could leave a little review, that really helps get the word out about the show. And check us out on Stitcher. Add us to your playlist on Stitcher. Also free to do and helps get the show out there. Um, Thanks for listening to the show. Keep listening. We'll have more great shows for you because that's what we do. And until next time, hold it in. You're going to make it.